What's up, everybody? It's Lee. You guys might know me as Intuition, and you're listening to Kind of Neat. Thank you again for tuning in. Of course, it is always appreciated. You guys can help us out by going and uh, subscribing to us on iTunes. If you're listening to this on the website right now, kindofneat.net, feel free to just like download the podcast app to your phone, search for it, fucking press subscribe. That helps us. And it's very low maintenance chore. Is not a lot of work. You can also subscribe to us on Stitcher. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at That's Kind of Neat. You can find my man Ben Shim behind the boards making the shit sound buttery at I Am Database, based with two S's. You can find me at It's Intuition. You can find us as a unit at That's Kind of Neat. This morning I woke up to the sweetest text message from Verbs, but it wasn't directly from him. He took a screenshot of someone's Tumblr of a Tumblr post and it is a, is a pretty young lady going obsessing over intuition right now. He's honestly one of the funniest fucking dudes. His podcast with blockhead had me dying, especially the part where he goes virgin at 11. Psh, what a nerd. He's my dream man. And then she gave a little crying, sad face. I don't know why she made a crying, sad face. I'm out here. I'm available. Yeah. That was like such a sweet text message. And I just wanted to like, brag for a second i guess so thanks verse for sending me that you made my morning thank you to the girl that posted it. it's very sweet it's strange uh it, it is a strange phenomenon to think that uh saying some dumb shit on a microphone sometimes can make girls think that uh i am your dream man because <laughs> i'll tell you i'm probably not but anyways that brings me to like some weird shit that i tweeted about last night i find it so strange nowadays when like People want to add me on Facebook, like my personal Facebook. Like I stopped adding people on Facebook a long time ago. So I like comparatively to other rappers or personalities or whatever, I probably have a lot fewer friends on Facebook because it got to a point where I was like, Ugh, I don't need to like have all these random strangers trying to message me and chat with me at fucking 11 at night or one in the morning. Like I'm just on here looking at what my real friends are saying. And so like, I, I love the people that interact with me on Facebook on the fan page, which is of course, facebook.com slash it's intuition. Feel free to follow me on there. But it's like so weird that dudes want to add you because like I never update my personal Facebook page, which is public. So like, you know, the fact that if you're searching me out on there to add me on my personal Facebook page, it's public and you can see that I'd never fucking post on there ever. But then, um, that leads me to think that the only reason they want to add me is so that they can message me and chat. And it's like, come on, dude, it's fucking 2013 and I'm in my 30s. I don't want to fucking chat with you, man. Leave me alone. That's crazy. But on the same note, if you're a pretty young lady and you have me on Facebook, I'm not mad at you. Feel free. You know what I'm saying? You can add me. We Maybe we could chat. Uh, <laughs> that's so creepy. And I'm so, and I'm super down with it being creepy. It's fine. But, um, yeah, that's my Facebook lesson for the day. Like don't add me on my personal page. Just leave me, just leave me alone, dog. If you want to message me, message me at facebook.com slash it's intuition. I do read all of the messages that get sent there. Sometimes I respond if they are of importance to me or if you come uh, approach me in a nice way. A lot of them get ignored because it's people just being like fucking dicks or like bossy or saying check out my music and I'm probably not going to. But I've been doing like advice stuff on this show and we've been doing so many this week that I just ran out of advice questions to fill in. So if you want to... um Hit me on there if you have any questions, feel free. And uh, this week we have a dude who I'm I'm not super familiar with, I'll be honest. I've just been seeing his name around a little bit and I saw some of his videos the other day and I was like, oh, this is interesting. His name is Koreatown Oddity. 
or maybe it's the Koreatown oddity. I'm actually gonna have to text him and see if if there's a, a V in the front. But um, he's a cool dude, man. We had a good conversation and uh, pretty interesting. He does comedy as well. He raps with a mask on, and I'll be honest, like the mask thing, it can be off putting. It might seem gimmicky, but he explains it really quickly in the beginning, and it seems like a genuine story, and I don't think that the mask thing is truly just a gimmick for him. I just think that, like, you know, he feels more comfortable rapping with the mask on, and so it is what it is, but I like his sound because it's like he makes his own beats. They sound kind of like crazy, fucking stoned, weird spaced out mad lib type shit with weird samples and stuff but then he raps kind of like it reminds me of like late 80s fucking the god mcs like it reminds me of like old rock him and big daddy kane how those fools used to rap real straightforward and conversational and like with a little bit of in his voice you know what i mean like it's tight and uh i think that um some things are going to start bubbling for him soon. So I wanted to have him in, see what he was all about. And I enjoyed the conversation. So without further ado, please feel free to keep enjoying this episode featuring Koreatown Oddity. Yeah, man. So what's up? You know, I probably wouldn't. Um, you just don't want people to see your face. You know, the funny thing is, if you come to the show yeah. and see me live, you're going to see my face anyway. Do you wear the mask on stage? Yeah. But like, but, but yeah. you take it off after. Yeah, like, you know, and you might see me before the show. Yeah. You might see when I'm hooking up my shit, I ain't got all that on. Yeah, you know, yeah. But, but it's, uh, you know, it's I guess it's kind of a, a, a statement and a representative of yeah. what type of sound and energy. I hate to bring it up as the first thing that we talk about, but it's, no, the, I it's mean, the elephant in the room. No, Listen. I mean, yeah. I mean, So where does it come from? You know, actually, I had this since I was in high school. Yeah, the mask. Yeah, I um, one day I went to Hollywood Toys and Costumes and I saw this mask. I just thought that shit was ill. Like, yeah, it has like inside it has a, like a strap, so when you put it on your head, it fits to your head and your chin. So when you move your jaw, oh yeah, it, it moves, moves with you. Oh, tight. So I thought the craftsmanship was just the shit. Yeah, and it was like seventy bucks, which is in high school. That shit is like. That's a lot of money. Hundred dollars or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, like so yeah. I just saved, you know, the money I would get, you know, and then just saved it up and then I went and bought it. Uh-huh. And then I just had it. But I never did shit with it. Has I just been, had it. Has it been your Halloween costume for like ages? I never used it for Halloween costume. <laughs> you just had it around the crib. Never. Are you into like horror movies and shit or something? Like what made you go look for a mask? It's not that I even look for it. You know what I mean? It just came into your life. It's just kinda like you know, I'm always, you know, I'm out and I saw some shit that was ill. And I was just like, mm. I like that shit. So you were in high school and you were at Hollywood. Uh, Hollywood Toys and Costumes where I got it from. Okay, so you're, you're from Hollywood. Uh, I'm from Koreatown. From Koreatown. So that's where the name comes from. Uh, since 1984. Yeah. Yeah. So like kind of uh, maybe not born, but born and bred. Uh, or like, I mean, bred, like raised oh, there. Definitely born and lived there. Oh, I, I think the whole time. Yeah. The first. I think the only time I haven't lived there is probably now, I guess. Nice. And that's only been like for a few months. You know? well, why were you staying at now? I'm over kind of like Miracle Mile, but like uh, I think it's just temporary until, you know, I get some other shit, which I'd love to be even, back over even there. Even Miracle Mile is like Koreatown adjacent. You're still right there. No, but see, you know what? I, tell, I know the exact box yeah. of where it's at. Like it goes as far south as like olympic maybe pico yeah as far east as about 
about Vermont a little bit further, mm-hmm. north as Beverly and a couple blocks above. Mm-hmm. And uh, what did I do? Oh, West. West is probably about not Crenshaw, but like a couple blocks back from Crenshaw, maybe mm-hmm. like Wilton and a little bit further up. But like, that's the box. That's the official box. So when people were like, my boy's like, yo, man, I just got this I'm in my new spot. I'm in Koreatown. I'm like, where you at? He's like, yo, I'm at 1600 Oxford stop. <laughs> you just put you're, your friend on blast. Yeah, you're up. You're past Venice, dog. Yeah, yeah. I know they tell they tell they say that on Craigslist. They, yeah, they give a big wide vicinity. Oh right? yeah, when you're on Craigslist, like it's so funny when I'm I'm like trying to find a new place right now because I want to move downtown, and it's like you type in downtown Los Angeles, right. and everything is like, oh, Koreatown. It's down. It's right, right next to downtown. Right. I'm like, nah, that shit is not People, that close. That's racist because yeah. that's because that's Chinatown. Right? <laughs> that's what they yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what they're that? thinking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, what was Koreatown like in the 80s growing up man um what was crazy is I remember my mom telling me when I was little there weren't as many people Mm -hmm. like there wasn't and it wasn't Koreatown I don't think in the early 80s Mm -hmm. um I think it was when people started moving there you know uh Korean families started coming over started having businesses and then people was like oh you know let's this area is nice they came over and then like now that shit is uh I think it's the second biggest Korean population out outside of Seoul. outside of Seoul, yeah. yeah which world. is yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. When I was younger though, it was like, you know, black and Hispanic mm-hmm. and, you know, a few Koreans. Mm-hmm. So it was like I remember somebody saying, like, why? Like I remember like, Oh, where you live in Korea? So I was like they were like, Why? I was like, What do you mean why? What kind of question is that? That's just where I'm from. Yeah, this is where I'm at. It's yeah. like they people think that it was like it's always been all Korean. Yeah. You know, and even now it's still um mixed, you yeah. know. So I feel like fools are trying to gentrify it now. Oh yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> you know, know what I'm saying? It's getting mad popular, dude. Yeah. Like it's like it's well, there's pop- nice apartments and, and it's fairly cheap. Yeah, they they're like actually when I was nineteen, an apartment that we lived in they tore that shit down. They had mm. to like they made us get out and they tore the building out, which is still now an empty lot. They still haven't mm. built shit and that's like ten years ago. Mm. So and and then I moved so I lived okay, St. Andrews and Fifth when I was a kid. Mm. Um then we moved to uh Harvard and Seventh. Mm-hmm. Then we moved directly across the street. Then that place is a place got torn down. Then we moved to like near Kenmore. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Hobart and Seven. Mm. So it's just always been around the same area, mm. you know. How'd your folks end up in Koreatown? Well, my dad never lived in Koreatown. Uh, my mom, I live with my mom. My mom and dad were never together. Okay. But, um, How'd mom end up in Koreatown? Oh, I mean, I think maybe she just liked the area, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And then like... So you got generations in Los Angeles? No, my mom actually... Um, Moved to California when she was 18. So everybody else is from Ohio. Okay. And What part of Ohio? Uh, Akron and Canton, yeah. pretty much. Shout out to Akron. You know, the hoodest yeah. Ohio spots. Yeah. yeah. Hey, people would be surprised. <laughs> Ohio, that sounds like a nice, like, wholesome state, but that place has right. got some scary spots in it, man. Right. If you will know Cleveland and Columbus, mostly, like, if you, yeah. like, you know, if you don't know anything Cincinnati is scary as shit, man. I've, been to, I've been to Cincinnati. It's a bad parts. Yo, man. Yeah. <laughs> I had some funny experiences out there. Yeah. Crazy shit. You used to go back a lot and visit? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. uh, you know, uh, my grandma's over there, like, you know, Funerals, of course, yeah. for people. Um, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was just thinking about the time this uh, the homie had me in some 
some crack house's boy is just like cooking up this crack. And I just made me laugh right now. Just thinking like that. Like, that's that's dark to laugh at. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, you know what? Yeah. It's interesting that you say that. So, yeah. all right. So I'm, I'm with him like, and, uh, it's like late as fuck. We go to, uh, this boy spot, one of them spots where it's a bunch of niggas in there. And like, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they, they got their dough, they're stacking money. They're shooting dice. It's like some kind of weird looking house. And, you know, I didn't know anybody there. I'm like, I'm chilling. We're, we're all faded. My cousin um, was there, and then they all, they all leave. Like, I don't know where they just leave me here. And, and so I'm there with this one dude. There's some, you know, some, they got some, uh, like, kilos right there, yeah. some weed and shit, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm just chilling. I'm, like, drinking. What they had me on that, um, what was that shit, that uh, velvet? Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? What the Black fuck? velvet. Black velvet. Whiskey. Oh, my God. So there was this wrestling toy on the uh, table, like uh, one of those old school like rubber joints. Yeah, like a, a rowdy rowdy pipe. Yeah, yeah, that shit's tight. So I remember this cat. Does he like look like he'll fuck you up? Yeah. Just like mad serious the whole time. I'm just chilling. I'm mad faded. I'm not really talking that much. I'm just kind of observing. Uh-huh. And so I I end up grabbing the toy and I'm like you know fucking with the toy. Yeah. So then he's like, what you know about that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you start going into all these like wrestling, you know, references, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> fucking, uh, was it the the dragon? Fucking, oh, yeah. Uh, um, Mr. Perfect. We start going all off on that. Yeah. But it's interesting that that connection could be there anyway. Yeah. You know, regardless of what that life is like. Yeah. He knows about that. And we made a connection through that. And then that show was, that show was mad cool. And, and, they didn't come back for a minute too, so I was just chilling with this dude. I don't know. We just blazing, talking about wrestling. Yeah, yeah, crazy. That's tight. <laughs> yeah, and that was in Akron. Yeah, Akron. Yeah, were yeah. you around that kind of shit in L.A. too? Uh, yeah. I mean, that man, it's so much shit out here, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, well, and being an '80s baby, like Koreatown was going crazy in the early '90s, wasn't it? Oh man, man this is like anybody that probably knows me probably knows. I always <laughs> talk about this because it was kind of like. You know, a thing that you really remember, um, the riots. Yeah, I was uh, I was going to bring that up because like, yeah. that neighborhood was like one of the craziest spots during the riots, right? Right. But the crazy thing the, is... Like Koreans all took on the white bandanas and everything. Oh, like, yeah. And yeah. they were like, they were strapped up. Yeah, too. yeah. Like, um, my mom actually drove around and, you know, she was a driver and she went to go pick up her boy uh, downtown and he was hopping out and stealing shit. And I was in the back. I must have been uh, eight, yeah. 92. Yeah. Uh, so I'm in the back seat, which was like, it was mad crazy that day. I just remember like people hopping over the hoods of cars. It was just mad crazy. But we're going, we went out and got a bunch of shit. Yeah. Which is, I still have some VHS tapes to this day from that time. Yeah. And I just remember on, um, there was a California Mart on fifth and western yeah and we lived like a couple blocks from there at that time and they were on the roof with shotguns oh, like yeah. don't fuck with us right now yeah. <laughs> which was crazy because we're like you know we right there we're sitting on the news and then we're standing right there looking at it at the same time yeah like, 
They had a curfew uh, that day, too. I find, like, the riots, like, are super intriguing to me because, like, I watched them from back home where I was at. And I was where like, where are you from? I'm from Alaska. Oh, shit. Yeah. And, and the, the reason that I think that I'm so intrigued by the riots is because, like, I, I was a good student as a kid and I was, uh, and I uh, entered a speech competition, you know, and it oh, was, wow. like, impromptu speech or whatever. Right. So I won my school one. And to go to the citywide one, they gave us our speech topics the night before. So it was when the riots were cracking off and it was when oh. Ross Perot was uh, running for president. Wow. And so we had the choice you could either do a speech the next day on the riots or ross perot and i didn't really understand either of them because i was like a fucking kid you know right, so right. my dad sat down at home and he's like yo let's talk about the riots it'll be more interesting right and he kind of like tried to break down the like racism and the cops and right. what was happening and it was like so much to digest right but at the same time i feel like i fell in love with los angeles at that point from up there like wow, wow. this place is crazy you know what i mean like yeah it just seems so cool and it, and it was what i was seeing in the movies and shit at the time you know what i mean yeah, with fucking, <laughs> uh you know boys in the hood what, and shit like yeah, yeah, exactly, Menace. It was like, it was crazy. Yeah. But yeah, Koreans really fucking G'd up at that point. Oh, yeah. Like, when you go back and watch, like, what was going on back then on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. They fucking G'd up, dude. And like, that's, that's tight as fuck that they were like, yo, nah. They created, like, a, their own little mini army in, oh, in yeah. your neighborhood. Oh, like, yeah. The shit yeah. was crazy. Yeah, for real. Yeah, so what was that like? Were you, Was it scary to fucking go out at that time? Were you in the house? Nah, you know what? We were, we, I remember the whole day we mm-hmm. were out stealing shit that's so crazy <laughs> and you're going in too or what no i wasn't yeah, I, mean, yeah. I was eight we were in i was in the back seat yeah, yeah. my mom drove and then like our friend terry with the yeah. jerry curl back in the day oh shit oh i remember there was this ralph's this is when ralph's they had one on western just past 8th street now it's on 7th street but it was one just past 8th street and <laughs> the fucking ralph's was flooded out with like oatmeal and cereal what for some reason yeah that shit was crazy and so i remember terry had these like some fresh high tops he had he tied some plastic bags so they wouldn't get oatmeal on his shit yeah and then ran in there (laughs) i just remember that that image like as a kid looking at seeing him tie that and then seeing him run in with it's like oatmeal and cereal like how the fuck yeah all this cereal get everywhere that's so crazy crazy dude yeah yeah and how many days did that last man like, it seemed right. like the it city was, like was a, in shambles for, like, three or four days at least. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, but I remember that was, like, I don't know if that was the first or second day. Yeah. But it was, like, a whole, like, we were, they had a curfew. Yeah. So it was almost like they were saying, hey, you about to go fuck some shit up. Go steal shit from you, nine to five. Yeah, but you better get your have ass your ass in the house by ten because that's when we're going to start fucking people that's up. That's when the rubber bullets are yeah, coming Yeah, because it, it was, like, there was, like, they, no, they weren't doing anything. They were out. They were out. Yeah, gun, like people were like, running in the street with Nintendos. Yeah. Like, dude, that shit was insane. Like, yeah. and to see no cops, like, really doing anything. Like, they were almost like, all right, let them do whatever they want. And then at night, we're gonna start fucking people up. Yeah, so, that's so crazy. Man. Yeah, man. Like, that's crazy that you stuff some VHSs from then. Oh yeah, Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh shit, Ghostbusters, a cartoon. Yeah, not Ghostbusters. Yeah, the TV series. Yeah, but not Egon. Fucking none of that shit. Yeah. It's like. This Ghostbusters where there's two of them yeah. and, a, and an ape. What? Yeah, it's a weird I vaguely, I think I think I vaguely remember yeah, and that. They, and they had a car that had like a ghost face on the front yeah. and he would talk and shit. He oh, had like his voice yeah. like this. Wow, that's weird, dude. Yeah, and for me it was really weird because I knew Ghostbusters, the other one. So when yeah. I watched this tape, that shit was like. Yeah. So like uh, already since we've been talking, you brought up wrestling and like a rare cartoon. And then when, we, when you right. walked in, you were commenting on the on the comic book oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is pop culture like a big part of your life? Like did you grow up a, a, a TV kid? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah definitely. Same. And because, too. you know, um, 
obviously I, a single mom, you know what I'm saying? I mean, my pops was around. Like, I knew my pops and yeah. shit like that. And, you know, I'd see How him. How often but, would you see him? Uh, you know, like, I'd see him and then, like, maybe I wouldn't see him for a few months. Oh, yeah. And then, like, maybe I'll see him for a week straight and then I wouldn't see him for a minute. It was the time then, you guys had together, like, solid and productive or was it just kind of like... Yeah, all, I mean, yeah, yeah always. Yeah. Like, you know, we always did shit like, you know, take me to the action movies. Yeah. You know, we'd always go to see the action. So the, even you guys bonded over entertainment as well. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. the Schwarzenegger, Stallone, all that. All, that was all my shit right yeah, there. Yeah. You know, Van Damme. For all sure. So Terminator 2 was a fucking game changer, dog. Oh, yeah. I remember my dad taking my brother and I to see that. And, yeah. And us both kind of thinking like, wow, maybe we shouldn't have seen that at this age. But, right. <laughs> but it was so tight. That shit is amazing. That's just still better than the first one. The one that I remember that was like a real game changer too was RoboCop. Oh, like, my God. Watching RoboCop as a child i knew i was doing something that i should not be doing right. but i like but it was amazing it right was to like, be honest like fucking, when, you're, when you're a kid almost like uh violence was more exciting than porno you oh, know what yeah. I mean? oh absolutely because like it had there was like some kind of story going with it you yeah, know what i mean yeah, like, yeah. like oh yeah and i think like i don't know like i was somebody that could decipher between like fantasy violence and real violence right you know right saying? yeah it is it's interesting that when you know they talk about music and they say, oh, you know, people are saying this. It's like, but I've always understood that, like, you're not supposed to do that for real. You know, it's just like. I've always been from that school of thought where it's like the art doesn't inspire the violence. The violence right. in real life inspires the art or right. whatever. Like with right. rap music, like you remember that shit that was like a couple months ago, it was like this note went viral. That was like this conspiracy between record labels about some record labels invested in the prison system. And they're like, what? yo, not in here. All that to me, it was some bullshit. And I've gotten in an argument with a few people about it, but it seemed like some fucking bullshit. Right. Because to me, it's like rap, even the most violent rap has always kind of been, it's rooted in some bit of truth that is already happening. Right. You know, it's like the hood reporting or right. whatever. Oh you know yeah, what exactly. And yeah. I mean, NWA was not fucking trying to incite violence. They were talking about violence that was already going on. And right. then they were fucking proved right when the riots went on. You right. Know? And like also two people don't realize some people can't take it for that, but it has humor. Like, yeah. Like even when, you know, somebody's saying I'm about to cut your head off. You know, they might have like a clever line about cutting your head off. Yeah. Like DMX saying, you know, I'll make your brain pop out the top. Like yeah. Jack in the Box. Oh, no, I think that was 50 Cent. But like, you know, or, what I'm or, or like, like skits like fucking Ice Cube going, oh, hey, you just won, motherfucker. What right. did I win? You won the wet t shirt contest. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? You know like, what I'm saying? That's like, funny. It's funny. It's like, dark. It's dark. Funny. It's dark. Like, people don't realize, like, yeah. a lot of rappers are hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. And even, and they know you, he, you know, Ice Cube, when they, they played that shit back in the studio, he fucking they laughed, laughed at that shit. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, what were you like as a kid then? Were you a loner? Were you popular? What, what, uh, what was going on in elementary school? How about that? Elementary school. Oh, well, you know, um, when when I was younger, I actually got into a car accident. I got into three car accidents. It kind of made me feel like, you know, how the, the heroes have their origins and shit. Yeah. It made me feel like like that was a part of, you know, me growing up. I didn't need it to happen. You yeah. Know? Like the, the first thing was uh, there was this car accident. We were going to the babysitter's house and this car U-turned out of a parking spot and I had just taken my seatbelt off. Uh -huh. And so you turned like directly into us. I don't know if he was fucked up or something, but what time of day was it? It was daytime, yeah. like, like two, three, yeah, something yeah. like that. And uh my head bashed into the dashboard Ooh. and I broke a blood vessel on my nose. Ooh. So like So it's just dripping blood or yeah, like, like, yeah, so like through most of my life I had to uh 
you know, I had to go to the hospital a lot because my nose would just start bleeding in the yeah. middle of the night. And so my, I'll have to wake up in the middle of the night. My mom had to wake me up because if she didn't, I'll just keep, I'll bleed and I'll suffocate myself. You Did know, they, what they end up doing, like cauterizing it or something? You know what? I don't really even remember what exactly happened. Yeah. Like, I just know I took, had a lot of visits yeah. and then one day it didn't really happen. So were you like frail as a kid? Is that what you're trying to say? Like you had a lot of, like, you had to go to the doctor a lot. So like you were- I mean, I went to the doctor yeah. a lot, but it wasn't like- you were getting picked think, on or nothing. Nah, for nah, yeah. I wasn't like frail like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just like something like a a weird thing. Like I might be in class and then my nose just start bleeding. Uh, yeah, and then people were like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, you know, like, yeah. And then so, so to top that off, like I know my mom. Man, it's crazy. I know my mom must have been like, "Man, what is going on?" Um, I remember uh, I went to the ice cream truck one time, and. You know, I got an ice cream sandwich and one of those little airplanes that used to make. They put the plastic piece on the oh, tip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like They're, like, uh, weighted in the front. Kind yeah, of. those are ill. And yeah. so, like, I stepped out. I looked both ways, you know. And then uh, as soon as I stepped out, this car came around the corner and hit me. And then when he tried to back up, I guess, to see if I was okay. He, he hit you again? He broke my leg. Oh, my God. Did you know, you I, and a... I'm a little kid. So it's like my leg could be easily broken by a car Hell backing yeah. up over Hell You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean... <laughs> Anybody yeah, gonna and get I don't broke. know how far apart these things were, yeah. but like not that far because I was probably like in first grade when I was on crutches with the cast and yeah. all that shit. Wow! And I remember uh, at the time, my um, my half sister we have the same dad. Uh-huh. She lived across the street, so she was going to the ice cream truck too, uh-huh. and so she saw that shit. Uh-huh. You know, so uh, she you know called my dad immediately, like. That shit, my mom came out as crazy. The yeah. tightest, the tight part is that. Did you get a settlement from it? Man, I, I remember, I know we got something out of it. Yeah. Definitely. It was like a big thing. I remember going to, uh, with my mom to court when I was a kid and yeah. shit, like on the crutches, like yeah. so they could see me, you know. Right, right. And, uh, <laughs> I remember though, when I got out of the hospital, I had the cast and all that shit. My mom had saved the ice cream sandwich in the, in, in the, the freezer. freezer. She said, like, now you get to eat it. And I, and the and the airplane, too. Yeah. Which is funny. And then when I think about it now, like, she's like, oh, my baby, I'm going to save this ice cream sandwich for you, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, like, so, you know what I mean? That's just yeah, random. That, that's funny. And so it was like a, it was those two car accidents. And then there was uh, another one, which was on Merrill's and Wilton. Mm-hmm where we were driving and the car backed out of the driveway and continued to back out yeah. and hit us uh-huh. and a piece of glass shattered and like stuck in my forehead. Whoa. And uh, I blacked out. I don't remember, but my mom told me yeah. that, you know, I, people rushed out with towels because it was like right in the residential, right? Merrill's and Wilton yeah, area yeah. right there. And the guy broke out running because apparently he was stealing the car. Oh, shit. So that shit was just crazy as fuck. Damn. Which, and and with that one, like, you know, like, you know, my head hurt and, you know, I had a piece of glass. I had a, like, a, I still got like a little tiny scar right mm-hmm. here. But I didn't have to go to the hospital. I think we just went home after that. She's like, oh, we'll just put a band-aid right, on. Right, he's like, shit. nigga, you didn't got hit by so much shit. Like, <laughs> you're used you're, to this by now. You're good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> funny that you bring up getting like backed over because I remember one time back home, I was in I was in this place called Vega Circle. It was like this, it was up this hill behind my house, and I was on my bike, and it was like my first bike, and I was like, my parents were giving me a little bit of freedom, you know. I was probably like seven or eight, yeah. And so I'm like, hell yeah, fucking riding my bike around and shit, yeah. and um, I'm like cruising through the circle trying to go back down the hill to get 
at home and like this van it was like a passenger van i still remember what it looked like it was a gray passenger van with like some kind of asian writing all over it and yeah. there was like a gang of like middle school children in it that were all asian kids yeah. and, 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 and a dude I'm not hating on Asians right now. No, no, no shots fired. But like they stopped kind of suddenly. And so like I skid and they start backing up and I went, oh shit. And I like fell off my bike and they like kind of fucking started backing over me and my bike. And I'm like hitting the bumper because it's a tall ass passenger. Oh, yeah. I'm like laying on the ground hitting the bumper and all the like middle school kids are looking out at me like laughing like, oh shit. And wow. I look back now going, oh, that was like some dangerous shit. And I could have gotten hurt really bad. But yeah. at the time, my fucking seven or eight year old brain was like. Don't let your parents find out that you almost ruined your brand new bike. Like, right. Wow. Get, get home and keep it on the low. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I never, crazy. I never fucking told them that shit. That's yeah. funny. Hey, yeah, yeah. you want to tell let them well, now this, this mama, They don't listen. So they don't listen. Like, <laughs> yeah. Shout outs to my mom, but she doesn't listen. So. <laughs> um, but anyhow, you're in school growing up, loving fucking wrestling and pop culture oh, yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, and yeah, then all that shit. Were you a good student? Were you studious? Uh, I mean, I, I guess I was. I remember... Uh, when I was in, you know, kindergarten, she said I was doing third grade math and shit yeah, like yeah. that. But like, you know, were you into school if, though, or was it just something you had to do? Uh, not really. Like, yeah. I mean, like, I'm like, I think it's mad tight that I went to school. Like, uh, you know, like school is fucking the shit. Yeah. But I didn't. Once I got out of high school, I didn't want to. I don't want to do any more school. Yeah. I'll, but you graduated high school. Yeah. Right? It's tight yeah. to do the amount of school I'm supposed to do because yeah, you, but you don't want to go to college. Yeah. You need those necessary skills. Yeah. And, you know, like a lot of great things happen. Like yeah. school is fucking great. Did you I, did you avoid uh, the the trappings of L.A. inner city youth at the time? Uh, what, like gangs and yeah, shit. Yeah, gangs and shit like that. I mean, I didn't avoid having confrontations yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey that's what you mean like of course we've been you know i remember i used to say to people like you ain't really from la like if you're like uh ethnic yeah. if no one jacked you or at least patted you down right you know what i'm saying like we've been jacked a couple times yeah. you know what i'm saying we're just like niggas just mobbed up on us and like y'all where are you from in pocket something? check dog. oh yeah you know take your shit you know what i'm saying i mean we we were robbed with guns before, like, mm. you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. And I remember actually, uh, I just thought about my boy's brother. We used to go down to Shaw all the time. Like, uh -huh. that's when, I don't think it's cracking like that no more, but like, it used to be the shit. Like, like when would like cruise on it. Yeah, people shit. have all their whips, you yeah. know, like, you know, uh, car clubs they probably still got that but like where they used to have like their car club emblem in the back window i think they've like cracked down on that now like i don't think you're yeah. allowed to cruise the straw like that i don't think so man yeah. but, that, but i remember seeing that in movies when i was a kid and be dude, like whoa dude that shit was cracking like and then we have a parking lot where somebody would just be busting mad donuts and shit like that and bitches would be out there like you know it's like it's crazy so um i remember one time like he had a, a sick whip too like he was like he was ahead of the game back then. He had a, a Honda Civic that was it was burnt orange. Mm -hmm. That color was new back then, mm -hmm. and he had um, he had lights in his rims and like a Dreamcast in his shit. <laughs> and he had hydraulics, which was the fucking really game changer yeah, right there because yeah. a lot of people got that air pump shit. Yeah, but he had the, the real hydraulics. the real shit. So when we we would go on Sunset Boulevard or something, and people was like popping that air shit. Yeah. They have to recharge, yeah. so this shit would stop, and he'd still be zoop, 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 yeah. zoop, zoop, making niggas look stupid. And they're just like, "Ah, <laughs> oh, stop, please! You're embarrassing us right yeah, now." Yeah. But like, yeah, we almost got uh, carjacked by some dudes. Like it was a chase, like a freeway chase. Oh no like, shit! Yeah, like uh, so. I mean, like 
I guess that's part of it. That's funny. That sounds like a flashy ass car to get stolen, though. It seems like it, right. You put a report in for that. They're like, oh yeah, it's the orange car with lights in the rear. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure. I'm sure they were gonna strip it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying get rid of it. It was quick. one of those things where they try to box us in. Oh wow! You know, like we're, we're it's late night. You yeah. know, like after everybody is gone, we're driving, and then you know some niggas roll up, a niggas behind, and you like I'm noticing. I'm like, what the fuck? Who's this nigga getting in front? Yeah, and then somebody's sliding up on the side. I'm like, oh, this is the time you got to make a move now. Yeah, that's a quick ass U-turn. He try to hit us. Like he said, go go gadget. Yeah, fucking. for real. Like <laughs> that's crazy. Like now, when I look back on those stories, those shits is you know it's funny. Yeah, but at the time you're like, damn. Yeah, you know what kept you out of joining the gangs and stuff in the neighborhood that you uh, were in? I mean, I, I don't think my mom was going to let me get that way. Yeah, because you know. And when I was young, she had me involved in all kind of shit. Camp, you know, you yeah. know, you play all the sports, football, basketball. Did you excel at sports at all? Nah, I'm not great at sports at really? all. Really? You're yeah. built for sports. You're tall, yeah, tall I mean, dude. It's true. It's yeah. true. You know, I, I always say I I think the best part of it was just having a good seat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get to sit with the team <laughs> and I get to fucking be you up get the close. best seat in the yeah, game. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's an ill seat. Like yeah. if they sold those seats, yeah, like yeah. imagine Jay-Z would buy a seat yeah. and a fuck next to a player. You right, know what right. I'm saying? That's why but Jack's like, always sitting there right next to the bench. That's like exactly. you know, it feels like you're on the team. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it was for me it's a attention thing. Yeah. Like, you know, I'd be on the court. And when I'm playing basketball and I would just travel sometimes just because I'd start spacing out. You know what I'm saying? I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's right. Dribble. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or like somebody try to do a quick, you know, like people throwing no look passes and yeah. shit. Yeah. I'm not thinking you about to throw no. I'm thinking about some whole other shit. Yeah. And now I'll get, I just got hit with the ball. Yeah. Well, Dominique, are, what the fuck? Are you a daydreamer or what? I, I think so. I yeah. think so. Like, you know. I, I feel like sports, that's why I respect sports. Like, I'm a fan of sports. Like, yeah. you know, I love I love basketball, you know. Yeah. I, but being in it, no, because I realize how much, like, you got to be fucking in On there oh, the yeah. whole time. Like, oh, yeah. in the concentrating, being ready for everything. Yeah. I feel like that was just too much. Yeah. Do you find yourself, like, having trouble paying attention to tasks in normal day life or anything like that? Um... I mean... Do you get sidetracked? I, I mean, I, I do still, you yeah. know, space out like that, but, yeah. like... I think it's different now because, you know, there's things that they go towards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. if I have a, you know, a funny thought, I can write it down and be like, oh, I'm going to talk about this later. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell some jokes or some yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Or, oh, shit, this could go in a verse. Right. And and driving is kind of a mindless thing for me anyway. That's sa- I you do know? all my creativity in the car. Right. You Real know talk. When you know where you're going here, it's like you can fucking turn your brain off and just, right. all you got to pay attention to is if someone's stopping in front of you. Right, right. And so I, that's where I that's where I write Exactly, yeah. yeah. And then, like, you know, walking around, you just get thoughts, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what was like your passion when you were a kid? Like, if it wasn't sports, oh, was it video games? Was it like what were you? What were you super into? What What were you known as in school? Oh man, people people know me as a funny guy. Yeah. That's people probably know me, and and you know, so you're cl- class clown. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. Do um when I when I was really young, I could do um impressions and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Who could you do? Oh man, all all the regular shit, like the all the shit that's like mad hacky and comedy yeah, now, yeah, like yeah. the Cosby, Cosby, all the Eddie Clinton, Murphy and shit. yeah, Eddie Murphy, yeah. all that shit. Yeah, and always like 
hip hop shit too. Like uh-huh. so that was my shit. Like hip hop and comedy shit. Yeah. You know? Wait. So you say hacky and hacky is like a uh, definitely like a comedy term that doesn't get right. thrown around by civilians. So were you right. into stand up? Like did you do oh, stand up? Yeah, 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 I did. Oh, yeah, you, I do. do you, you do stand up? Yeah, I, I still like you know now. And we going into it. Yeah. It's kind of like um, when I was younger, I was already fucking doing the Laugh Factory, like emceeing that shit. Oh, no shit. Yeah, At what like, age? Um, 16, no 17. Shit. Yeah. Wow. And so like, you know, I felt like, I always felt like I was always a dude who got bored of doing the same shit in a box. Yeah. And also too, if anything felt like it was corny to me. I couldn't do it. Right. So I always tell people, I was like, yo, if I didn't really care about being corny and I just was all about the paper, about yeah. everything, yeah. I'd be Nick Cannon right now. Probably. No shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, and so I've got this. Nick Cannon actually sponsored our show. So right. like, no, shout out to Nick. No, I'm just <laughs> How hilarious <laughs> no, that would be. You no know? shots at Nick. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, cause uh, I mean, I, I used to get arguments from my mom all the time about like, I've been in so many uh, situations, music and the comedy, with like famous people, but like maybe the situation or what they was doing was too corny. Like they liked what I did, yeah. They, but then when they got me in a situation where we're gonna do some shit, they wanted me to do something else. Like, yeah. And for any money, you have to like sell your soul. Yeah, and I've I never been that type of dude. Not yeah. even trying to be like, yo, dog, I'll keep it real. You know, right. not even like that. It's more like on the inside. I could never perform at uh, the top quality if I thought that shit was corny or whack. Yeah. And I think people, I remember when I was a kid, I, this babysitter I knew, he was a big, fat-ass dude. Yeah. Right? And he used to be in the bed, like, most of the time. And, you know, that's back in the day when I used to eat Vienna sausages and shit out the can. <laughs> Wait, you know, <laughs> We got to pause this whole, you're like, yeah, I used to have this fat-ass babysitter that'd be in the bed and I ate Vienna sausages. Yeah. I'm like, pause. No, yeah, but that, he used to have, you know that, but that's all the, like, it was all those, like, ghetto snacks. Like, yeah. it was, like, Vienna sausages, yeah, yeah. top ramen. They would just be up in the crock pot and shit. Yeah, that was the shit that yeah. I would eat, mad yeah. shit, which, of course, probably was not good for my blood pressure right, you know what right, I'm saying right. but like end but, up with that diabetes right exactly and but they had mad 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 VHS's like probably everything old shit so uh, people don't know that when I was a kid I probably saw everything yeah you know what I'm saying and cause this, that's all this dude used to do and he said yo Dom- Dominic take look at this Mm-hmm. Look at this, Dominic. Mm-hmm. Dominic, uh, 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 Lone Ranger, Dominic. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so Lone Ranger, up, fucking. You just soaked up a lot of fucking. Yeah, pop so much shit. So, you know what I'm saying? That goes back to like, so when I'm with somebody and they think they're doing some shit and I know I'm like, no, nah, but that's. It's already that. You know what I'm saying? So and so did that. Yeah, it's like, that's kind of like biting yeah. such and such. Yeah, yeah. I hate to, I hate to be a biter. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that. I feel that same way. Man, that's such a. Ugh, the fear of being a biter is like such a lost thing now. Like nobody gives a fuck about right. blatantly ripping people off no anymore. Cares, it's dude. crazy. I feel like even like seven, eight years ago in like the rap scene, it's like, dude, if you got accused of being a biter, that was it. Like you had yeah. to disappear for a exactly. while. And now it's like fools just do it. And they're like, oh yeah, I, I got, they'll like admit it. Like, oh, I got inspired to do this because of this. And right. I'm like, that song's only three months old, dog. Right. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And yeah. I think it's also too, which is, I feel like, man, people, a lot of normal people don't have those same pressures. Yeah. Because being in a, a, 
the hip hop world and the comedy world. Yeah. You can't be, don't be a hack yeah. and don't be a biter. Yeah. And so those two minds combined together within really actually at the same time expands my creativity yeah. because then I know, okay, this person did this, this person did that. So then that allowed me to be, you know, ahead in different yeah. things because I already knew what was before me. Like that's why people, people that don't know their history, you know, they look really bad when they're doing some shit and you're like, yeah. yo, dog, you know that's... Right, that's so-and-so's joke. <laughs> that's a big-ass yeah. famous song or that's a big joke or yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? How did you like break into emceeing at the Laugh Factory at 16? Man, um, I uh, did this... Uh this camp it was like a comedy camp for young kids when i was when i was 15 they yeah. had like some kind of like auditions for it yeah. and i went and i did that shit and oh, shit. yeah and then the um the owner of the laugh factory was just like one night was just like yo you should come at night dog uh -huh. and perform at night yeah and i went and i did that shit what were your bits like back then um it was like some like impressions and some like jokes yeah and you know we w i went at night and there was another cat my homie um uh back in the day kenny johnson who was uh -huh. also a cat that um went in there when he was young like 17 uh -huh. 18 so he was older than me like a couple years older than me but like we were pretty much the, the like, young, young motherfuckers yeah. like just in there yeah which was, that was a crazy time when i think about because to me like i'm not I'm not really, I don't be tripping off like any of the Hollywood type shit. Celebrity like, type shit. Yeah, I don't be tripping off yeah. none of that shit. Yeah. I mean, since I was, since I was young, maybe yeah. because of, you were around that. Because having uh, all these things like, um, you know, like emceeing, we used to bring Chris Rock, you know, cause like comedians just show up. Yeah, and then you, and you bring them up. Them. Yeah, it's Roseanne, it's Tim Allen, it's yeah. fucking Chris Rock. Guess who happens Chris to be Tucker. in the crowd tonight? Yeah, it's yeah. Marlon Wayans, it's fucking, yeah. you know, like, so fast yeah you know where it's just like you know by the time i'm 18 i've seen all those motherfuckers yeah. you know what i'm saying did you ever get close to like the the quote-unquote big break as a comedian oh yeah oh yeah, yeah definitely i think but see that's the reason why i think i'm not right there because you ran from i it. don't want to tap oh yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying i yeah. hate to tap dance and do you feel like some people probably think that's self-destructive but you, i but mean it's like yeah. a moral thing for you or people say some shit like you know they think you're scared of success or yeah. some, some sh bullshit like that you know what i'm saying but yeah. like do you think it's bullshit i think it's bullshit yeah. according to sometimes um, i think i'm scared of success Oh, do you? Sometimes I feel that way, and I and I know some of my friends. I feel like are scared of success, hmm. and, and they self destruct. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? I mean, what's an what's an example that you think though? Like, what do you mean? For me? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, well, I mean, for me, I I don't know how much you know about my story or whatever. Uh, the people listening are probably familiar, but like, I've been working on an album now for like a fucking long time, and I haven't finished it, and now I'm going through this. Like, oh, did you do beats or me? No, I, I rap. Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah, didn't know yeah. that. Oh, no, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh. See, I, that's a, that's the cool thing about this too is that a lot of people that I have on they don't really know that I rap. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the reason that I started the whole podcast because like I rap and I like to show other parts of my personality through this ah. and i feel like it lets the you know the audience get closer or whatever right right so yeah anyhow like i'm taking a really fucking long time on this record and it, getting to the point where i feel like, like it's self-destructive it's been uh over three years since i released my last record <laughs> right, but I, right. we've been working on this one for about two mm. but it's 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 yeah and it's getting to it the, the, it's getting to the point where i'm like i have a i have a bit of a block that i'm going through oh because now because it's getting done it's done it's almost done right and i'm like i worry sometimes that part of me is like scared to put it out you know right because like because i'm like what if this is 
is it and it doesn't work. Right. I mean, and that's real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, to be honest, I don't even think that's is you just want it to be good. Yeah, exactly. You know I saying? do. I do just want it to be good. I mean, I, Nas, didn't he take like a fucking like a year or something to put out Illmatic? Like he worked on that shit for like a year. I think he started. I think he worked on it from the time he was 16 until he was 18. Right. I know. He. I know it was like a minute. And like, at the same time, he's never put out anything as good since. I or, mean, that's my opinion. Uh. Yeah, I, I, you know, like, yeah, exactly. I nothing that will be touching that, obviously, yeah. but like from beginning to end, yeah, yeah. You know, still some good shit, yeah. But definitely, yeah, you're right. You know, how can you top one of the best, or at least top five, if not the best, hip hop album of all time? Right, like, and that's I mean, hard to top. And like, you know, usually, like they always say, with mostly everyone's first album. It's, you have the whole. You have your whole life to write right. your first album, and then you got six months to write the next one. Is what they say. Right, right, right. You know, yeah, yeah. but that's what I love about um, doing shit independently. Is yeah, because you have your own time. Yeah, you you put it out whenever yeah. the fuck you want. You exactly, know what I'm exactly. The self destruction thing it hits it hits close to me. Like I'm sure that I've self destructed in the past, and I'm trying to get past that. Yeah, you know. Uh, are you still working on the comedy? Like, do you? you uh, I mean, yeah. I always, you yeah. know, I always have. Cause I just think of shit that's funny, you yeah, know. what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes it might just end up being a tweet, you know. Yeah, what I'm saying? right, right. And then other times I'll be like, "Oh, I want to write this down." What and spots then, are you doing your act at nowadays? I mean, to be honest, I everything I do to me, I think is I keep it underground. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. I was talking to my boy the other day, actually, and he's like, "Yo, dog, what what mic you going to?" I was like, "It's about to be an underground mic or whatever the fuck it is." Uh-huh. So I always work just to keep the tool sharp you yeah. know as i say you know got the toolbox so i want to keep this sharp you know yeah. I, and maybe i just want to see like what people think of that so now i think of myself more like being doing it for a, a certain time uh-huh. and getting bored and unlocking uh different levels i do it in a different way now uh-huh. it's uh like more i i talk about shit and i really want to have some shit for people to think about you know even if it's silly as fuck you know i I perform it in a different way and i kind of really don't give a fuck about the glitz and all that shit like i don't need to be on a tonight show for niggas to know i'm ill you know what i'm saying because if you know people in comedy when they see me around some people know i mean they know that you know all right this nigga was killing it you know what i'm saying he still got that mind you know what i'm saying like I feel like my gift is a um being able the creativity yeah. period being able to like you know be out of the box just and like I said because of all the stuff that I am aware of you yeah. know what I'm saying when I was younger uh like my mom she was uh down with uh syndicate ice tea syndicate okay so you know she used to have to take me with her most of the time if my dad wasn't around or whatever you know the places she could take me uh-huh. so when I was a kid, we were chilling with, you know, for me, he was just Kaz. But as I got older, I knew he was Grandmaster Kaz. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? So, like, all these kind of experiences like that, like, it's like I had them at young and, and you know, I had a gift to absorb these different things. Yeah. Like, so let's speak on that. Uh, it's funny that you bring up Grand, Grandmaster Cast because, like, I'll be the first to admit I'm not, like, super familiar with your whole catalog. Right, I, right. I've peeped about probably five or six of your YouTube videos from start to finish. Right, right, right. And that was kind of one of the things that I noticed. I was like, oh, this sounds like fucking a dope, like, late 80s rapper over, like, weird Mad Lib-type productions. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I was like, it, it felt like, you know, big inspirations are probably fools like Kaz, fools like Rakim. Oh, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Big Daddy Kane. Like, yep. is that shit that you grew up listening to? Oh, 
I mean, of course, because my mom, whatever yeah. tapes she had, I would listen to whatever fucking um, Chub Rock and yeah. Sir Mix Lock. Of course, all the uh, female MCs, yeah, the Queen yeah. Latifah, the MC Light, all that shit. Yeah. And um, that's what I feel like when is the difference when when I'm performing, I feel like it's the aura and the heart of a MC probably from that time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what it feels like to me when I listen. I'm yeah. like, this, if you close your eyes, it's like, it's, yeah, it's not, it's even not the, the, even like the kind of the distortion on the mic and shit. It sounds like it has that late 80s right, vibe right. to it, you know? And it's not like, it's, I think that came out of too, like, uh, when I started doing tapes a while back, even before, like when it was just the homies that just had the tapes before I actually started putting it out for people to get, it was, kind of on that feeling like you know in the 80s utfo was just the niggas in apartment 3b right you know what i'm saying yo this is the homies tape and right. like check this out and niggas was putting on the boom box and right. then they pass it through the box and and that's how somebody heard about that shit like yo you heard this kid such and such oh yeah yeah he's over in the park and like and it's a dude you could talk to and you could see around your town and like like very uh natural and uh, rooted and connected to the community of people you right. know and i always felt like that type of dude you yeah. know what i mean and that's probably why i can't i can't fuck with that shiny type vibe you yeah. know what i mean what were your um earliest attempts at recording rap did comedy come before rap that's an interesting question because i don't know my mom says i was i was always a funny kid yeah like her her story that she she tells she says I knew that you were you were just funny because one time I made you some like corn on the cob when you was a kid and you said, Mom, the corn is stiff. And then she was like, I, I said, What do you mean stiff? And I, I was like, stiff, like this. <laughs> and I just like stood, struck a post. Like for a minute though. <laughs> and it's like she's like, This kid is weird. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. like uh, I mean, I guess it's always there because yeah. even in raps, like I'm not trying to spit a funny rap, yeah. But maybe how I'm saying something to you, Comes the lines might be funny, like right. because of the way I'm saying it or the the words that's used. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, but when you hear me actually doing it, it's like with that ha 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 vibe, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's all from it's all like chest and heart raps, right? Like, right, right. That's how the performance yeah. is. But like maybe like so. What I'm asking, I guess, is like at what age were you starting to record raps? Have you been doing it a long time? I or mean, is it a, is it a new phenomenon? I think in junior high was the oh, first. Really? Yeah, junior high was the first tape I ever did. Like yeah. me and um, yeah, same. I, I made my first tape in seven or my first attempt to record a rap in seventh grade. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was what like about? me and the homies like yeah. on the summer break just fucking around with like, like a was it like on a tape recorder it was like this it was like sort of like a karaoke type oh yeah, thing. yeah 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 and uh yeah i think we just made like a whole like two side tape damn like, like in like a probably like a night yeah because like, just fucking around like you know just off the top of the head mm -hmm. random shit mm -hmm. like weird really weird ass songs and beats yeah um, and i would always write stuff down that i just you know just came to me you know yeah. how raps just come to you out of right, nowhere you're right. like oh shit yeah in high school uh me and my boy he got this kind of uh this keyboard that he used to make beats on yeah and so i would be in class and I would be like, write some shit, some kind of verse about whatever. And then I would 
slide it over to him like yo peep this verse and he'll be like oh yeah yeah he'll go home to the house he'll make a beat he'll call me up i would um he'll play the beat i'll put the mic into the ear part of the phone uh-huh. and record and then i would rap into the mouthpiece uh-huh. and then like if he was gonna do some ad-libs behind my shit he'd be like yeah you know like and we'll record it like that yeah and it sounded pretty good recording through the phone like that no shit and we like did a you know did a whole tape like that i yeah. wish i knew where that fucking tape was at like yeah. it was like we were doing dub overs and shit too wow. like and I, I don't even know if I really knew what I was doing, but this is too like when we recorded over the top of tapes, you know, in the top of tapes, they have an open, two open little squares on the top. Yeah. And that means that's so you can't record, record over, over it. Right. But I would you stuff pop paper. Them out. I would put paper in it so yeah. I could record over whatever tape it was. Right, you know, right, like, right. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I feel like, so then when I, uh, started putting out tapes yeah it was because I, I read some quote one time that just stuck in my head about like do all the things that you know you had fun do it do yeah. it do it the way you had fun doing it okay whatever it is so that's where the tape aesthetic comes from these yeah days. it's just mad fun like that and yeah. the end you like you can't get that energy the same way doing it you know in a studio exactly you know what i mean because like there's some random shit that happens when i'm recording that like i don't even know what's gonna happen but and i listen back and i'm like oh that part was fucked up but damn that shit sound tight though right right right. you know what i mean the the perfection is in the imperfection yeah like i yeah i've never been too like perfect like when did the um koreatown oddity nom de plume come about oh the name Yeah. yeah um i think it was i had like, how long has that personality been in focus? I, I think for a little bit, not super long, maybe like um, six years, something mm-hmm. like that. The name, actually, because I remember I wrote a verse, like a song, where, and it's, um, people know I'm the Koreatown oddity distributing creativity, quite honestly. I want to mm-hmm. see my name on the Will Turn Theater marquee with the neon glow from across the street. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember when I had did this verse, I was like, I was like, you know, I had all these kind of names or yeah. whatever, but when I said that in a verse and I listened back to the verse, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I am the Koreatown Odyssey. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. wow. Like, and then that, that was it. I was like, oh, I'm going to use that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it just fit. Like, and it seems like things are like quietly starting to bubble right now. Like, I've been hearing your name around a lot more this year than I have before. Right, right. And so I think I noticed you. Um, I'd seen your name around a couple times on the internet, and then I and then I saw the boiler room session with like oh, you, yeah. all you guys. Um, oh yeah, you we, and like Azizi, yeah, Jeremiah, Jeremiah J, J, J Zero, Zero, who I had on the podcast. Oh okay. Um, Mike Eagle was there. Oh yep, yep. Yeah. He just randomly popped up. Yeah, Giovanni popped up. Subtitle, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Subtitle. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to Gino. Yeah. So, like, how did you meet all those guys and start running with them? I actually met all of them that day. Oh, I knew, really? The only person I knew before then was um, Gino. Like, I know Gino since I was in high school. Oh, really? Because um, he's older than me, but, like, I went to Fairfax High. Yeah. So, like I was saying, that's how I know Swift. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, because randomly when he says he knows Swift, ra- randomly last night at Low End Theory, I, I ran into you and I was talking to Swift, who I've right. known for years, right. and, and he's asking me what I'm up to because I haven't seen him in like a year. And I said, oh, I'm just doing this podcast. And you said, Wait, what's your name? Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, Wait, yeah. and you're like, Oh shit, I'm Dominique. Right. I'm gonna be your guest tomorrow. Right. I said, Oh shit, <laughs> that was small world shit. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, you, so like, so you knew Gino from high school. Yeah, Gino. He's um, I met him on Merrill's and through Workman's, and then oh, there was yeah, a shop. Yeah. 
there was a shop. And he was working at Amoeba and shit. He's right. Like, yeah, yeah. And there was a shop that, man, I don't know. A lot of people probably don't remember the shop, but yeah. it was there probably, I don't know, maybe, I want to say a year. Yeah. I don't remember the exact time. It yeah. was a short period of time, uh-huh. but it was called 24-7. Uh-huh. And it was like, you know, a couple stores down. It was like next to a Tops, which was kind of like a Ro- Johnny Rockets. Right, right. It was a like Jamba Juice Tops and twenty four seven. Yeah. And Mir did this crazy ass piece in there. Uh-huh. And um, we actually, uh, me and my homie actually got a uh, work there in high school. You know, like a couple of days a week. Uh-huh. But Gino used to work in there too. That's when I really uh, started to know him even more. Okay. And so I've been knowing Gino for a cool yeah. minute. He seen me grow up basically. You yeah. know, like. So you met those folks through Gino, and they just invited you to the boiler room session. No, I didn't. I didn't meet none of those guys through Gino. Oh, okay. But Gino's the only person I knew there. There. Yeah, and um, beforehand, you yeah. know, and uh, actually, uh, Sophie hooked that up. Oh, okay. Yeah, and she was like, "Yo, you want to do this shit?" And I was like, "Yeah, why not?" Yeah. yeah, that's tight. And so, have things been starting to crack a little bit since then? I mean, yeah, I I, I kind of felt like even before then, like ghostly wise they have like people didn't know like but you know you know i may have been fucking with this cat and this cat but people just didn't know yeah i feel like the boiler room thing like if anybody was like hey who the fuck is this nigga like when mm-hmm. they when they met me and i'm like yo i'm such and such and mm-hmm. i gave them my tape or some shit mm-hmm. when they saw the boiler room thing they probably were like oh yeah okay, oh, this nigga's really out here doing this shit right so, right i mean that that definitely was like you know, so made a lot of shit crack for sure. Right. Like I've been down on the, the LA scene now for a while. Like I feel like I've been running around in these circles for like probably eight or nine years, I guess. Yeah, and like yeah. I've never like I've never seen you at shows and stuff or like yeah, yeah. playing shows. Like do you you just not bother playing shows or what what's the Oh no, no, I definitely matter of fact I'll do I'll be doing a show Sunday. Where at? Um at One Eye Gypsy. Okay. And that's gonna be I think uh Peabody's gonna be spinning there. Uh-huh. There's going to be a few other producers. Yeah. Um, Juge, uh, Durazo Beats. Yeah. Um, Juge is tight. Uh, Fresh Kills. Actually, funny thing about uh, Juge is that um, I was working on this thing. I got this uh, project I was doing. I got these stack of 45s from my pops that I was doing this little project, right? Yeah. Um, and my MPC, a couple of buttons, like, got fucked up. Uh-huh. So I asked my homegirl, uh, Liana, I was like, it's like, man, you know anybody who who could fucking loan me an MPC? Yeah. So she hit him up, asked him if he had one. He did. He didn't even know me at the time. And, you know, maybe he had heard of me. Yeah. And uh, he loaned me his 1000 for um like like a week or two uh-huh. so I could finish up some shit I was doing. Nice. So he's mad cool, just yeah, like yeah. Just off the strength. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's probably what, My Hollow Drum, right? Who, a juge? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. I know he's 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 down with uh we did it. Oh yeah, we did it. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. I, f- I feel like Tully put me onto him a while ago, and I thought maybe he was part of my Hello Drum. I could be completely fucking wrong. I, I get right. crews mixed up. No, so I, much. I, yeah, I really, so yeah. Because so so like so some, some crews cross. Yeah, you know exactly, saying? exactly. There's like yeah. some crossover. But yeah, I always been a, like I remember. Uh, Explain the aesthetic right now. Like you put stuff out on tapes, right? Like you give people tapes. Yeah, like yeah. I, for a minute I've been doing that yeah. too. In which you know I feel like that has made it even grow like the tape hip-hop tapes because um it's becoming a thing again yeah because like i don't know when i was doing it like i was on an i wasn't on the internet yeah i didn't have shit on the internet when did you decide to start putting stuff on the internet i don't know like uh 
I think it's fairly recent, a couple, maybe a couple years, maybe even a year. Yeah. I don't even know. But, like, mostly people would just, it will be hand-in-hand. And, then like, for a while, I was, like, I wasn't even on the internet. Just yeah. me personally, I was on it. I probably didn't have a Twitter until maybe like two, three years ago or something like that. Yeah. So like, um, so all this shit, like even videos and shit, because I'd actually just do videos for some people too, like Self Jupiter and fucking uh, Subtitle and a couple of homies, Trent Truce. Were you like film their videos and stuff? You mean? Yeah, yeah, because oh. I, I got, um, I chop shit with uh, VHS. Oh, okay. And that's some shit I used to do like in high school. So all this stuff I was doing, it was like, there was no YouTube then. There and was it's funny because no. now all that stuff is making a big comeback. Right. Like, and everybody uh, wants a VHS video. Right. right and now. now, and now like the VHS people kind of like even played it out now, like to the point where people were like, but like, I still fuck with it because, you know, I always think that even if somebody bites some shit, you know, you can always taste what the cook is making, but you can't be the cook. Right. You know what right, I mean? Like, right, right, right. So, but, uh, yeah, um, the tapes, like, it's been like for a minute, like just passing it around to people. Like I would be at a show and I might be like, I might see, I might see peanut butter wolf. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, yo, yo, peep this tape. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I might see, you know, fucking, uh, AC alone. Yo, is this tape? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So just for a long time, just like that, mm-hmm. you know? So then people would see me and know me like that. Mm-hmm. But like, even before I would like give tapes to people, man, I remember we used to go to uh, low end theory, shit back in the day when they you had to go on the balcony and the main show was outside, outside on the porch or on the stage yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the shit right yeah, there and they just had a random dj yeah like, it was so it was way tighter before the fire man or, not that it's not tight now it, it's mad tight. no, no yeah. shots i still love low it's bigger now it I is think. it is yeah. and it's uh but there was a time yeah like particularly the like the beat invitationals or right. shit like that like when they would have it on the back like patio that was the shit before dude. the fire department cracked down like oh i remember when the first so time tight. i the first time i uh seen gas lamp outside like that that shit was crazy like absolutely what are you working on now um i got um do you put together things in like album form or do you is it just kind of like whatever you're making at the time put it on the tape and fucking whatever oh yeah definitely like every everything is a like a concept you know um i I feel like i can't put it out any other way yeah like uh like the first tape i did was um I would call that one kind of like a variety show because it had beats and then I had like homies rap on some beats. Then I rapped on some and then like a random skit where homies just talking about some shit. And then the second thing I put out was just straight beats. And then, um, you you make your own beats. Yeah. 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 I started making beats maybe like, uh, like 22, 23. Okay. Um, because first I was just an MC, yeah. and then like I kind of you know had a falling out with a homie that made all my shit, uh-huh. and I was just like, well, I could start going to get beats from people, or I could use this time to like, like work on my own shit because I already was kind of like going there mentally, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So yeah. the third tape that I put out was actually with this uh, label, Architects and Heroes. It came out on a Chinese New Year. I'm like a big Chinese New Year's dude. And it was exit the dragon's mouth because we left the, you know, dragon mm-hmm. and now we're in the snake. Mm-hmm. And that one was all beats, too. But mm-hmm. kind of like with that theme of, you know, exit the dragon's mouth. And mm-hmm. um, and then the last one I put out um, in April was the no health insurance, which that one was just a straight rap album. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so next up is another um, 
rapping, which is like I was telling you about the forty fives, the shit I pop is just only for my pops collection. Mm-hmm. Like shit I chopped up from his shit mm-hmm. and like that I spit over. It's gonna be kinda like um like how when niggas have a beat tape. But like a rap tape, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted, to, I thought that would be kind of well, like just kind of like short, like minute like and a half so, songs, like, like yeah, production. like maybe some shit is like unfinished. Maybe I might even like be rapping and you be like, ah, never mind. And it go to the and yeah. it goes to the other song or some yeah, shit yeah. like that. That's cool. That's a cool concept. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever worry like the tape thing will? will uh there's a ceiling to it. Like, do you ever think about like, oh, should I, I should press some CDs or, I mean, you know, I never thought about pressing CDs. I mean, I always, at this point, CDs are almost fucking dated as well. Yeah, like, I, I mean, like iTunes is the route. I mean, I'll still, buy, is the route. I'll still buy everything. Like, really? I'll, yeah, I'll buy CDs, tapes and records. You're a better person than me. You know what I'm saying? Cause see, like, you know, when I get the new shit, like yeah. whatever it is, like, the fucking, you know the last actual album I bought was like what? the last like UGK record. You I think mean that like was a CD? Like, yeah, the last CD that I actually bought. I think wow. that was like in 2008. I bought the. Rock- and you gotta understand, I used to. I was that dude that was buying fucking three or four CDs every Tuesday. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I had an extensive uh, CD collection, yeah. and now they're just sitting there collecting dust. And I'm yeah. like, I thought about selling them because I have it all backed up on an iPod, but I'm like, eh. yeah. I remember we used to after school in high school, we used to go down to uh, the warehouse, mm-hmm. used to walk down to the warehouse. Getting, I remember hearing Feral Monch on the radio. I had never heard of him, mm. and then like the next day, we, it was like he was saying it was coming out after mm. school. I remember getting that shit. That shit was the illest oh, yeah. shit. The f- internal affairs. Yeah, shit. Feral Monch was, <laughs> was hot. Yeah, yeah. So I still buy CD. I think I. Uh, I'm trying to think what's the last CD I bought. This is probably not the last CD, but I bought the um, the Rock Marciano Reloaded oh, yeah, CD. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's it. See, you get the CD just because I'm like, I want to hear the shit right now. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm then just, I'm a downloader. I'm not gonna lie. I, I see. I I'm not. See, I can't get into it. I will bootleg your shit. <laughs> only only time. I don't think I've ever downloaded anything. The only time I have um, downloaded some shit is if it wasn't available in any other source right. like when danny brown came out the, the high bridge right? oh yeah yeah. that sh- i was mad yeah. i was mad i was like yeah. dog when you didn't come out with the cd right he's right. like nah it's digital yeah. like fuck you yeah. i guess i'll download it right, right right because right. I, I i don't know i like i'll listen to albums on you know on the computer and then like and then go pick it up right that's what i do because i like you know i I guess I'm an old school dude. collector. I like to, yeah, I like to go in the store, you know, smell the store, you yeah. know, like touch shit, look yeah. at people, you know what I'm saying, have a conversation with the dude that yeah. he's saying, nah, I ain't feeling this. And right, like, right, right. I like to do that whole experience. And of course, I don't know what it is, but for some reason, when I go into like record stores and bookstores nowadays, I get like minor anxiety attacks where I'm like, <laughs> it's like so much, dude. I start sweating and shit. And I'm <laughs> it just is, like, it's a lot of it's shit. It's a lot, dude. Especially like, if you go into Amoeba. Man, man Ami- I, t- I mean, Amoeba to, to like thoroughly go through that place would take days. I think it's you know like the Costco. I just music don't even know what to start at when I'm there. Like, right. so I'm just like, never mind. I just take my friends from out of town to there. To right. Like show them I kind of like, I guess I got I go in there with a, what I'm going to do. Like yeah. I always go to the hip hop section when I go there. Yeah. First thing I do, if I have, especially if I haven't been there in a minute, yeah. I'll go to the hip hop section, just see what's in the new release. Right. And shit. Like, Oh yeah, I forgot that came out. Right. All right. Oh uh, man, I'll cop this. I'll yeah. get a CD. And then after that, I'll just split from CDs and then just go to records because right. I'm always going to be digging for records. So now I'll just, so then that kind of focuses me anywhere. I'm like, it doesn't really matter where I go. Right. I'm just getting records. Whatever you know, I'll just let me what's hot. I mean, Oh, this shit looks dope. Yeah. You know, maybe come out with a few, you know, right. 
So that's how I kind of keep. I think that's another reason what keeps me in the store is that I want to get the record. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when is the when is the beat tape style rap mix coming out? Uh, I mean, hopefully uh, the end of August. Oh, so soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like wrapping it up already. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, latest early September. Yeah. But there's also too uh, like an album towards the um in December. Yeah. That's gonna come out, which like this album, this Pops Forty Five, will be something I kind of make people say, you know, hear more raps and shit, and you know, hear the different styles of shit I'm doing. Yeah. And then the one in December, that I think I seen. I don't fuck people's heads up because nice. it's like you know a lot of like guests like that's fucking with it. So like who can you give any away? I mean I don't even want to. Yeah, you know right. I well, could. I, I totally could. Yeah, but like I want people to like see the whole thing. It's like yeah. concept. Well, you can tell shit. me. Like, you can tell me off air. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> you gonna, are you uh you do put them online though as well, right? Yeah, yeah. I always like now what I do is I take uh, the tape when I finish it, record to, it, um, and put it on a CD yeah. just so I can have it from my own log. Yeah, and then rip it know, to the internet, and then I can post it up. And where can people find those? The no health insurance one that's on my Bandcamp. What's your Bandcamp? Koreatown Oddity dot Bandcamp dot com. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then um, there's a exit through the dragon's mouth. The instrumental that is probably on the Architects and Heroes band camp. Yeah. And then the first two tapes, which I don't have any more of those, those are out of print, yeah. um, they're just only on my SoundCloud. What's your SoundCloud? Uh, Koreatown Odyssey. Yeah. So search for Koreatown Odyssey. And then what is your Twitter? You could type in Koreatown Odyssey probably, but it's at Dominique Purdy. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I think I just typed in Koreatown Odyssey. He, yeah, it he, pops up. Yeah. Not that hard to find. Yeah. YouTube, I mean, he's got some interesting videos out there rapping in fucking park benches and public and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I want to do more of that shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, some strange, it's some strange shit, but I dug it, and I'm glad that I got to uh, meet you and come hey, in man, and talk I to you. It, yeah, dude, most yeah. definitely. So, uh, yeah, guys, be on the lookout for Koreatown Oddity. I feel like he's somebody that you're going to be hearing more of uh, very soon. And so, uh, man, I appreciate you coming in. Oh, no doubt. My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition. You can find me on Twitter at It's Intuition. My man Ben Shim, suffering through the heat behind the boards, uh, is uh, at I Am Database. Thank you for making it sound buttery. Thank you. Uh, you can find us as a unit at That's Kind of Neat, and you can find the performance that we're going to have Koreatown Oddity do uh, on youtube.com slash that's kind of neat new episode every Wednesday even if there's not a video there is a podcast so go to kindofneat.net and keep up with us thank you guys for tuning in this was kind of neat that's it <laughs> hey that's right <laughs>